Hello, hello, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Squad Up, the podcast all about games. Games of all kinds. I am your host, Eduardo, and joining me on the squad today, all the way from sunny Florida, it's Peaches. Peaches, what up, man? You've revealed my location and now you must be killed. I revealed a state. I didn't reveal the, you know, you could be in Tallahassee, you could be in Miami, you can be in Ocala. Most of those places, places suck. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be in those places. Well, now you're just narrowing it down for yourself. That's your own fault. Uh, I guess that's true. Um, Hi. What's going on, man? How you doing? I, uh, you know, just, uh, just doing the adult stuff, the Sunday adults stuff. You know, and, and I feel that the laundry, the groceries, the dishes, the cooking. Yep. Classic Sunday. I feel that on a spiritual level. Um, we have a very special guest I'm going to introduce in a sec, but I want to preface everybody on what the episode is going to be like today. So um, a couple days ago, I got the opportunity to go down to Orlando for a couple days, um, visit some friends, visit some family. Um, I guess I just revealed Orlando. I don't know if Peaches was there or not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, he was. I was I was able to go to Orlando, see a bunch of family, see friends. I didn't get to see as much family as I wanted, but uh, I digress. Um, and so it's been kind of a busy weekend for us. We still wanted to put something out so you guys could listen. Um, and you know that we're still here. We're still looking for you. So we're going to have a shorter episode today. We're going to have a, our guest tell us his top five games. We're going to talk a little bit about what we've played, keep you guys updated. And we're going to call it short for this week because we've got a big episode planned next week all about everything that is happening right now at E3. We debated talking about it on the episode today, but we'd rather just save it all and do a nice meaty segment um, this coming up week. Yeah, and I'm going to try really hard not to say anything that I've already seen because, nope, I can't say why. I'd right. ruin it. Yeah, there's just shut my mouth. There's a lot to talk about there. But as I said, we do have a very special guest today, um, friend, uh, friend of the show, uh, streamer extraordinaire. It's Skater Gumby. Gumby, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going? I appreciate the streamer extraordinaire comment. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm <laughs> living the dream. We... Uh, when Peaches and I started streaming, it just coincidentally happened that Gumby was starting his streaming journey as well. And the three of us have kind of been a nice little network support system for each other, showing up in each other's streams and trying to help each other get off the ground. Um, and so we've been wanting to have you on for a while, so it's great to finally have you on. Yeah, I've, I'm really excited. I've listened to you guys, and it was really strange coincidence that I wanted to start the same time Zach was starting back up, or Peaches. Peaches was starting back up. I don't know who Zach is. I think I sneezed. (laughs) Everyone gets it once. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone. You're not the first one. I mean, the mystery is still there for someone, I feel like. I even did it once last week. Yeah, so, I mean, it happens. Um, Now, you know what we do here. You know if you've listened to the show, there's only one way you can be part of the squad. We're going to need your top five games of all time. All right. Or else. All right. I mean, I do want to be a part of the squad here, so I wrote them down. I've been thinking about it in no particular order because I couldn't rank them. I've got Bloodborne. You guys know I love Bloodborne. Correct. <laughs> Final Fantasy X. It was my first Final Fantasy game. Aw. The original Spyro. Huh. The Destiny 1 and 2. Still love Destiny 2, even if it's kind of lame. And uh, the whole Tomb Raider series, except for like the weird couple of really dark ones in the middle that made no sense. 
Okay, so there's, <laughs> a lot, there's a lot to unpack here. Let's start at the beginning for what we know you for. Like, when we see your stream, we're coming in, we understand that a lot of the times we're going to get either a Souls game or Bloodborne. What is it that draws you to those games? Because for me, I've tried Bloodborne and Dark Souls 3, and I've both played the first level of each. I guess I would say the first general level, and then put the controller down and go, whoa, 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 maybe this isn't my cup of tea. What is it What is it about those games that, you know, gets you going? I mean, I've never been a huge fan of games that are hard just for the sake of being hard. So for the Soulsborne series, like for those games... It's something where the difficulty level actually makes sense. It's a part of the lore. So like with Dark Souls, you are just like newly undead. So you're weak. Everything will take you down. You've got this curse on you that's making you progressively more and more hollowed and zombie-like. So it just, it all makes sense. And the lore is great. It's awesome, gross, high fantasy. And it's just a gorgeous art style as well. Dope. I, I, like I said, I've tried it out. Peaches, I think you'd like it. If Robbie was on the show right now, I'd tell him he should try it out because I feel like it's right up his alley. Um, Peaches, what do you think? I mean, I, I watch Gumby play it quite often, and it looks like the, it just reminded me of when I was suffering a lot in God of War. I was having fun until I was doing the same fight for an hour and a half, so... I think uh, I think if it could meet somewhere in the middle with like a happy medium of difficulty, it'd probably be something I enjoy. Plus, it's now on the Switch and remastered for the PC. So, or I'm not that's Dark Souls. I'm sorry, but Bloodborne, Bloodborne is, is looks pretty similar to me. What what's the big difference for you, like between Bloodborne and Dark Souls? I mean, obviously, the difference. I mean, they're two different storylines that up until now they haven't connected, but the gameplay style is different. Like the core unforgiving nature of it is still there, but dark souls is so much more methodical and intimate in the combat, but bloodborne rewards you and encourages aggression in your combat. And it even makes fun of the dark souls games in it. Like you pick up a wooden shield and it makes a comment in the item description about how, if you rely on a shield, it encourages complacency. Hmm. That's interesting. It's kind of fun to call themselves out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all about that. So what was next on yeah, your list? I would try it, but I would probably get frustrated. <laughs> hey, people might like it. What was up <laughs> next on your list, man? Uh, next on the list was Final Fantasy X. Goodness, Peaches, I'm not even going to say a word. You just talk for the next, I don't know, however long. Well, I... <laughs> It's. It, he said it's his first game. Everybody seems to like their first Final Fantasy game more than all of the rest of them, which is fair because it's a great series and they're all so different in their own way that like it's hard to like one of them more than the first one because the first one has something, whatever one it is that you played, there's something so unique about it, right? So like Final Fantasy X, for example, and I'll let you talk about this in a second, Gumby. But like Final Fantasy X, for example, has that sphere grid system and you can switch what character you're using mid battle to like. So you assess your situation in a battle. And if a monster comes up that the three people you have up front aren't really good against, you can swap them out in that moment on the same turn for somebody that's better. So like and that's not really a thing in any other Final Fantasy game. So there's like those little things 
you know, blitz balls in there too, that just make it different from everything else. So it's, it's, I think it's super common for people to have their favorite Final Fantasy be the first one that they've played, but you can possibly prove me wrong, Gumby. I mean, Final Fantasy X, it's my favorite because it was my first one. Now, out of the Final Fantasy games I've played, I haven't gone backwards chronologically. I've only played since ten. I need to work on the nine prior ones as well as the non-numbered ones. But out of the ones that I've played since 10, 10's not the best. It's just my favorite. 15, I think, is the best. And that, I'm sure, will stir up a lot of controversy amongst people because some people don't like the turn away from turn-based combat. But overall, story-wise, graphically, and I really like the combat, I think 15 is the best Final Fantasy game. Hmm. That's an interesting I mean, that's thing. fair. I haven't played 15 because... Uh... <laughs> The PlayStation that I use, when I put Final Fantasy XV's disc in there and started playing it for a little while, it made noises like it was a rocket ship taking flight. So I got really scared that it was going to like burst into flames or something, and I just stopped. It is a demanding game on yeah. the PlayStation. Absolutely. Now there is a PC version, so hey. I did download it. It was on sale. So now I can play it without something possibly blowing up. Hopefully. Well, you got, and you got a shiny yeah. new graphics card, too, so that's going to look real pretty. I sure did. GeForce GTX 1070 Ti. <laughs> Good for you, man. <laughs> All right, so up next, if I'm not mistaken, was Spyro the Dragon, right? Yes, it was. Goodness gracious. Now... Uh, what? Why Spyro? So if you you've got all these like platformers, and I want to do an episode just talking about platformers here in the future and what's what's kind of happened to them. Um, but why Spyro? Was it, was Spyro one of those games that you played as a kid? You kind of fell in love with that kind of a thing. Yeah, but it was one of those things. I had this demo disc that came with my original PlayStation, and there were two games on it that I played over and over again: Spyro and that game Medieval, which I think is also getting a remaster. Oh, I knew exactly where you were going with this. Keep going. This is great. And I wanted both of them, but I was like six. So my mom was like, you're getting Spyro. And if I ever see you playing that medieval game again, you're losing your PlayStation. (laughs) Oh, no. So I played Spyro so hard. It was the first game that was really mine. Because like my dad had games on the PlayStation. It was mainly for him. But Spyro was mine. So that was my first like foray into video games. So that will always have a special place in my heart. Yeah, dude, I love the Spyro games. Uh, I'm I'm super psyched. Spyro's getting a remaster. I say this on every episode, but I want it to be on the Switch because the Switch is the best console. And I might as well just not even go into that because I've said it so many times. It's like people are probably tired of hearing it. They're like, oh, Ben Eduardo's going to say he wants it on the Switch. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, but seriously, I want it on the Switch to go along with the Crash Bandicoot remaster that's coming out for the Switch. It just sounds like so much fun. I still have not played the Crash Bandicoot um, remaster. I have not, not either. All. I know Peaches has it. And as soon as the Switch version got announced, I basically have just held off because I want to play it on the Switch. Gotcha. I was never really a big Crash Bandicoot fan. I mean, I loved Crash Team Racing. Because who doesn't love a good cart game? Correct. I honestly forgot how difficult those Crash games were until the remaster came out, and then they crapped all over me all over again. 
See, it's like a different kind of Dark Souls. Look, we're bringing it full circle, guys. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people say Crash Bandicoot is the Dark Souls of Crash Bandicoot. What? Yeah. I just made that up. <laughs> but it's, it's Naughty Dog's Dark Souls. Now, the next one is, I would say, probably the most divisive on your list. You've got the Destiny games on there. Now, yeah. I played through Destiny 1. I have Destiny 2. I saw the recent uh, unveiling of their year two, what is it, Forsaken DLC. Um, so, first off, let's just start at the base. Why Destiny? Destiny, it's just, I love the camaraderie of it. Because I've had a pretty solid, like, I started off with a pretty solid clan, and then it dissolved. And then I got absorbed into another clan through, like, a mutual friend. And, like, none of us live in the same state. We are spread all the way across the country. But we still, like, we know each other. Like, we play the game constantly. We've played other games since it. But, like, it's started so many friendships. I mean, the game itself has probably ended a lot of friendships because of how divisive it is, like you said. But it's... For me, like the game is good, but what it has done for gaming, I think, is better. So uh, your point is that it's it's more about the community behind it than necessarily the game itself. Yes. So, and I think that goes for Peaches and myself as well. I mean, I think when I told my top five games of all time, I tell, I basically said almost the same things about World of Warcraft, and I think it's just that introduction into the, that that sort of community that really kind of changes you as a gamer. Hey, yeah. I mean, if you've got a whole handful of people that like a bad game, at least you all like a bad game together. Man, here comes here comes Peaches with the, the dunks trying to poop all over Gumby right now. Let me get some fries out so I, you can some of that salt on it. I would <laughs> never poop on anyone. That's disgusting. I disagree. I think you would. No. No, I would not. <laughs> I was um, trying to figure out what you were disagreeing with, whether that I would poop whether, on another person whether that or I that would? you would poop on a person. Oh, I would. And you disagree with my idea. poop all over. That's what I want to do to like people that beat me at like Fortnite. I'm going to poop on you. No, I won't. Uh, I don't have enough Teabagging is that. one thing. <laughs> this is getting weird. Yeah. Look, I like the Destiny games. Um, have you seen the new like trailer for the new stuff coming out later this year? I am so hyped for it. I am way more excited than I should be because of how much I've been let down by the game. But it looks so good. So this most recent expansion is good. I'm not going to lie. It's a good expansion. The Warmind expansion is good. It looks like they're heading in the right direction. Um, And the excuse that I hear a lot is, well, Destiny 2 was in development while Destiny 1 was being released, like, which is why it had a lot of these issues. But I still don't give that an excuse after like because like destiny one didn't have like a like a a a really quiet release right it was big it was bombastic and people had a lot to say about it and they made lots of changes to destiny one so when destiny two didn't have those changes and is now only getting those changes in year two do you think it's too little too late do you think it's gonna it's gonna bring some new life into the into the franchise i don't think it's ever gonna be too late for it because original vanilla destiny was not a good game when it started. No, no, it's I, not. I absolutely refused to play it, and then I finally got talked into it when um, the the big Hive DLC came out that brought in the Dreadnought, sure. the Taken, 
Right, right. Yeah, that's no, when I the Taken, because the Taken out. King is the one that like changed the leveling system, and I think people crown as when Destiny became like the game it was supposed to be. Yeah, so I might have picked it up right before that. It's been right. a while, right. but um, it wasn't a good game when it started. And Destiny Two, while it was shiny and pretty and fun to play for a bit, it didn't start as a good game. And I think that's just kind of it's not the best thing in the world. But we're kind of going to have to accept that. Destiny games aren't going to start good, but they're going to become great. Right. I 100% agree. Um, you know, who knows? I'm definitely not going to play it because right around that time, that's when the WoW expansion comes out. And I've already, you know, promised myself like I'm like, like uh, engaged to be married to WoW later on this year. That's um, fair. But who knows? Maybe I'll pick it up after that. Who knows? I don't know how long I'll be playing WoW because what that game does to me, no other game can, I don't think. Peaches, you've sworn off the Destiny train. You haven't even played through the DLC that you've already purchased. Do you think you'll ever come back to Destiny? I mean, I might get bored enough one day to try it out. I just don't want to... It's just like... I don't know, man. I don't even I can't even think of a good analogy for it because it's so like uniquely itself that like if I were going to come up with an analogy for how much I don't want to do the same thing over and over again, I'd say I didn't want to play Destiny, so... Uh, it's just kind of like an infinite loop. Sure. Maybe I'll try it. I don't know. If other people, it's, you know, you talk about com- camaraderie. If you guys will be there and you're like really gunning to play it, you know, maybe I'll hang out for a little while. Sure. I think but, I find myself in that in that same boat, especially with just video games in general right now. I just want to play whatever people are playing. I just want to be around other people socially, not necessarily playing on my own. I mean, that's why we play HOTS all the time, right? We're not great at it. Right. We just do it because, you know, it's something to play with people. Right. (laughs) And last but not least, the Tomb Raider series. So the Tomb Raider series, beloved series, um, is this, did your love for it start with the original PlayStation ones? And how do you feel about their new incarnations? Um, It definitely did start with the original PlayStation ones, but I didn't pick it up with Tomb Raider 1. I was in kindergarten. And my teacher told my dad to play Tomb Raider 2 because oh. he like, he would have liked it. And so I watched him playing those games while I was growing up. And then when I finally got to an age where I would start playing them, I went back and played through them all. And it's just a series that's grown up with me. And I personally think that while like the original set of Tomb Raider games are amazing and shouldn't be touched, the reboots are even better like as a whole on like as their own games like rebooting the series was way better than trying to continue a story because they tried that with the playstation 2 and it was bad sure um i played the i've played the first of the reboots and that game is fantastic i've been waiting for uh what is it rise of the tomb raider um to go on sale yeah rise was the sequel in the reboot series and then There's there's another one that was announced like last month, Shadow yeah. of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, we saw that trailer and that that looked dark, man. It looked like a nice dark tale, which is I think the direction they've been taking this franchise just in general. And I think it's good to take it darker, but doing it darker correctly is really good. Yeah, you, you don't want to DC uh, franchise this thing. Yeah, they went really edgy in the middle. Like she was raiding tombs, and then she got trapped in a pyramid. And then, like, three years went by, and we're like, oh, there's no more Tomb Raider. And then they just drop one on us where she's fighting these, like, 
weird bloodborne monsters right. in like skyscrapers yeah i don't know uh you know i think the tomb raider series has really been a resurgence and i uh i'm glad that it hasn't been killed by that movie that came out whoa are you talking about angelina jolie or are you talking about the new one i'm talking about the new one i loved the new one all I've heard is bad things. I have not heard a single good thing about it. You're the first person to tell me that you really liked it. If you enjoyed the first game of the reboot, the movie should be perfect for you. Okay, well she then, is now amazing. I'll check it out. Okay, good. Well, then I think I'll check it out. Peaches, you still haven't I, played the reboot. Where, what are you doing? I don't know. I just want to chime in and say that you guys just came up with the show title and you didn't even laugh about it. What was the show title? The show title was Gumby saying, it's good to take it darker. Oh. Yeah. Now I've said it. So now it's my quote, too. All right. I mean, We're I sharing that, it, that quote. Uh, but then, okay. It's good to take it darker. Yeah, it's everybody's quote. Wee. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I don't know, man. It looks fun. It's just, uh, there's. I already have a long list of things that I've, like, because of what I've played on my stream, I've already, like, What's the right word? I, I, I've kind of like obligated myself to You've play. Committed. And so like to put another game on that list is like just stressful to think about right now. Like I'm sure it's a fun game. I've played the Uncharted games and I've liked them a lot. They look like they play similarly. But like just thinking about putting another new thing on the list right now is just it's giving me the shakes. Yo. <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, dude, I feel you. So let's just let's let's jump into it then. Peaches, what have you been playing on your stream? What have, what are the games that have been tickling your keyboards? Well, I, we see we can't use that show title because we already used it. <laughs> so you shouldn't say that again. No, I'm gonna continue to say <laughs> that's it the rule. Because it makes once you, you type it, you can never speak it again. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, I didn't have a lot of streaming going on this week because there were a lot of personal events like you coming to town. Correct. Um, so I didn't town. do a lot of um a lot of streaming per se but we did play a lot of realm royale um i'm gonna just take that away from both of you and say we all played it um realm royale if you don't know if you're out there listening to this and you don't know what realm royale is think of like fortnite and if, if fortnite and world of warcraft had a baby that's how I'm kind of viewing it because there's a class system but it's still a battle royale but you don't have to do all that Sorry, Fortnite fans. You don't have to do all that stupid picking of trees and buildings to gather materials, and you don't have to build stairways and walls in front of you to avoid being shot. So I think it's it has those tiny little details about it that makes it a better game for me personally, and it's only an open alpha right now, so theoretically it should only get better with time. Um Played a little bit of our game of the month, Nier Automata. For anyone that's playing along, I just fought a giant lady slash carousel thing. So if you also fought that thing, we're about at the same spot. <laughs> and of course, the regular Fire Emblem and Heroes of the Storm. Um, I also tried Path of Exile, which I already told you about this, Eduardo. And I don't like... <laughs> Back to the pooping on things. I don't like pooping on things, especially in public. But I just don't think Path of Exile is a great game. And if the developers hear this, I'm very sorry. I just think if I'm going to play a game that's basically Diablo, 
I'm going to play Diablo because it has a lot of the quality of life things that Path of Exile did not have. It just was, it was more of a chore. Diablo, while it isn't really one of the most fun games anyway, if I'm going to play a game like that, I'm going to play the one that's less of a chore. And that's all I'll say about it. You know, it's interesting you say that and you have such strong opinions about Destiny because those two are pretty similar. Now, it's not Destiny isn't procedurally generated, but it is definitely a game about grinding for loot. And um, Path of Exile follows that that path. De- uh, Diablo is sort of the trendsetter along with like like Baldur's Gate and stuff like that. Um, and so these sort of grindy type games definitely don't seem like your jam. No, I mean, I... That's not, I don't want to come in and do useless things. Like I might as well just watch paint dry, you know, like I'm not, for the most part, I'm not getting anywhere. I, I used to play games like that a lot and I would just got tired of being disappointed when I spent three hours grinding something out with no reward at the end. You know what I mean? Like that's not a good use of my time from my perspective and it shouldn't be a good use of any gamer's time from a developer's perspective to just make them grind endlessly for no reward. I mean, if that's what you like to do, then by all means do it. But it's never something that you should have to do. And I guess then I just don't have to play those games. So sure. that's just me. Now, Gumby, you've been jumping on with us playing a little Realm Royale. What's your take on that game? Um, I really like it. It's the first one that I've played more than one game with other people and actually enjoyed like, I really want to be good at a uh, Battle Royale game. I desperately want to be good at PUBG. I will never be good at PUBG. I desperately want to be good at Fortnite. I won't be good at Fortnite. But I think I have a chance with this one. This one's actually pretty fun, and everybody's learning with it at the same time. I'm not coming in too late to the game and just getting wrecked the whole time. Right, you're not standing around trying to shoot a guy as he builds, you know, an entire sphinx on top of you. <laughs> pretty much you know like all of a sudden the guys constructed the eiffel tower and you're still just trying to like aim down your sights that's me man i'm thinking of a guy building the sphinx in Fortnite, and then not only are you trapped in it but when you finally get out you can't leave without answering a riddle <laughs> and you're just stuck there people can shoot at you all they want while you're trying to solve this riddle that somebody built yeah man and somebody I- like ninja who built it in like not even like using half of a second, he just jumped and built the Sphinx in the same. Right, he's like, <laughs> he's like building a Sphinx while texting Drake with his other hand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I'm with you. I really like Realm Royale. I, I am not a huge fan of the Battle Royale games in general. I just get kind of frustrated by like uh, how much kind of chaos there is. I like kind of in your face. That's why I like MOBAs because they're very like, you just jump in and someone's dying or someone is winning. You know what I mean? Like you kind of choose your fights. You know, you get you get map awareness. There's not a lot of surprises whereas in a lot of these games are a lot of surprises. But uh, playing in a group is definitely a lot of fun and if it's going to be a Battle Royale game I play, it'll be this one because I have never been good at building in Fortnite and I don't think I'll ever be good at building in Fortnite. You know, I asked Patrick, who's been on the show before about this earlier today, and he said he's never going to stop playing Fortnite because he already has 1,400 games logged. Wow. That's that's the exact model of sunk cost right there. Right. Uh, like, Robbie would be all over him if he heard that. Right. And so can't get that time back dude just move on to something better well no he wants to continue because he that's the that's his point is he can't get that time back so he has to continue playing it because 
that's where all of his like skill is in that game now. But he could he could transfer that skill to a game that is similar, and he'd have a jump on all the people that haven't played one. I think he's content playing Fortnite. I think he wants to be the next ninja, and I support him. I mean, I I support him as a squad fam too, but I think he's making the wrong choice. <laughs> We'll have you just on. want a fourth man for the squad. That's true. I That's sure true. as hell do. That is absolutely true. Y'all get in here and play Realm Royale with us so we can teabag everybody. Right. Anybody who wants to come and poop on people with us. No, we're not doing that. We're teabagging. <laughs> Gumby, what have you been playing? Um, I've been playing a lot of the Dark Souls remaster. What? Is, yeah. I mean, what a surprise. I it's know. Shocking. Constantly. Um, it's been a while since I've streamed. I mean, today and yesterday for the first time I've streamed in a few weeks because life has just been insane. But I'm trying to get back to it more regularly. I'll be doing Destiny 2 because that's always there for when I get pissed off at Dark Souls because it's too hard. And then I was playing Detroit Become Human, and that was a lot of fun. It was a great story-based game and far more emotionally impactful than I ever expected it to be. Yeah, I've heard mixed reviews on it. Some people, and it's it's a very divisive game, I feel like, because some of the things that I've heard about it, it's like groundbreaking and fantastic, and other things that I've heard that it's derivative and the story isn't great and stuff like that. So it's interesting. I, I'm excited to try and play it. Um, like Peaches, I also have a ton to play on my plate with Nier and, and some of these other games we've been trying to try out. Um, so hopefully I can be able to catch it on sale some of these or uh, one of these weeks. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth playing. Um, it's I think the reason it's so divisive is because it's it's saying a lot. There's huge social commentary with it, and it's also just a genre of game that not everybody likes. If you like those decision-based games where you're doing a lot of quick time events and just choosing what to say then it is right up your alley. It is one of the best of those. But if you're looking for an action game and you don't want to just sit and essentially watch a movie where you have some input, it's not for you at all. Sure. Um, maybe that's the problem because that game was definitely heavily marketed, right? It definitely had more so than Beyond Two Souls and Heavy Rain, which are the two that came before it. It's definitely been heavily marketed and marketed as like a big AAA title that people should be picking up. And I don't think it's that that type of game. You know, I think it definitely has a niche market and I think that niche market um, will either pick it up or they will not. And the people that are picking it up that aren't part of that market are going to be kind of disappointed. Yeah, but it's also it's definitely bringing more people into the into the genre because it's doing a lot of cool things that haven't really been done before that you might not notice like there's three main characters in it and each main character has a score composed by a different composer so there's three main composers for it that are weaving in and out of the story and it's just it's yeah it was very advertised as a triple a title because you've got a high profile actor as like the face of it but I don't know. I'd say it's a AAA title still. It's just a little bit more obscure than, say, Dark Souls or Spyro or Call of Duty. Sure. Peaches is Beyond, uh, beyond not Beyond Two Souls. Um, Detroit Become Human on your radar? Oh, it's definitely something that I've I've looked into. I talked about this with a couple people on my stream the other day, and it's, it's exactly the decision tree, like, story that I'm playing, basically, is the same concept as, like, the Telltale games and um that horror game that i always forget the name of um 
Until Dawn? Until Dawn, yeah. Until Dawn. I had so much fun playing Until Dawn. I played it to 100% trophy completion, and it was so tough to save all those people from dying without using a guide, um, which eventually I had to do. Sorry. Uh, YOLO. But like those guys, those kind of games are fun to me if the story the story is interesting enough, and so I feel like the concept of Detroit Become Human seems interesting, and especially I especially like and hate at the same time the fact that the game shows you your decision tree and where you could have gone had you made a different choice. Like that both is cool and not cool because I'm a completionist, right? So like. I'll see that and I will want to experience all of the possible combinations, but that would probably take an ungodly amount of time. Yeah, Regardless, think, it looks fun. Yeah, um, yeah, I think it looks good. Um, I'll pick it up probably, uh, I'm not 100% sure, but probably sometime soon. Probably, maybe. Um, now, I've been playing Realm Royale along with uh, you, Peaches. Um, I have played a little bit of Heroes of the Storm. I've also dabbled in Nier Automata. We're, we're chugging along in there. Uh, it's definitely been uh, a lot different than I expected. I don't know what I expected, but man, that game is real Japanese. Um, and uh. <laughs> it just is, man. It just reeks of like anime, Japanese, JRPG type you know, experience. As far as the, like, the, the presentation and story is concerned, it's definitely... I wouldn't call it unforgiving, but it definitely has that figure things out on your own kind of um, Japanese style of video games. So we'll see how we do with that moving forward. Um, we'll have an episode on it at the end of the month, like we said. Um, yeah, but I think I've just been playing that, playing HOTS. There's a new HOTS map coming out that I'm super psyched for, a new HOTS character that I'm not as psyched for, but I'm like, okay. But the new map, I'm like, they're finally getting a Warcraft map, and I'm super psyched for that. Um, but yeah. I think that's gonna. I think that's gonna kind of do it for this episode. Um, thank you, Gumby, for coming on. We're gonna have you on here, um, here pretty soon for a more long form episode once we, uh, once we get past the E three season. Uh, but how about you let the folks find you where they can, uh, where can they can see that stream you've been talking about? All right. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, if you want to see and hear more of me, you can find me at Twitch.tv/skatergumby. Or you can also find me on Twitter at SkaterGumby. Whoa. Whoa. Peaches. Yeah. And that's SkaterGumby with a, it's a single word. One word, SkaterGumby. Check him out. Give him a follow. Give the boy some love. Peaches, you know the drill, man. Where can the folks find you? I do know the drill. Twitch.tv slash Peaches. Twitter at D underscore Peaches. I'm at Instagram now at D underscore Peaches as well with uh, exactly zero pictures so far so <laughs> tune in for some <laughs> some crazy content and uh, I'm also going to possibly start streaming on Mixer on days that I'm not streaming on Twitch so if you want to check out Mixer and uh, see me doing the same thing I would be doing but on a different website uh, I'm on Mixer and that's also Peaches I, I got to secure that username over there too so same username Give me a follow. Come hang out. We'll have fun playing difficult games. And sometimes family games. We can all play together. 
You can find me over at twitch.tv slash abcdeduardo. You can find the show at Squad Up Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Um, and email the show. We want to hear from you. Uh, our email is squaduppodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear some feedback from you. As they say, good luck. Have fun. And Bye, everybody. Thank you.